parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Chapter verse 13. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into the body by, by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Amen? Amen. So, we are all part of the body of Christ. We are all part of the church. Um, just like how our body, our individual bodies have many parts, the church has many parts. We have the, minist the ministry, the people who preach, the media team, all sorts of people. And we are all part of the body of Christ. We are all one and help it function properly. Okay, um, back to verse 14. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less of a part of the body. And if the ear says, I am not part of the body because I am not an eye, would that make, sense? Would that make it any less of a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if the whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? So what this is saying is that um, every single part of the body matters, no matter how insufficient it seems. Like, for example, if we didn't have, um, if we didn't have the media team in the body of Christ, you people at the back wouldn't be able to hear me. Or um, we wouldn't be able to broadcast this live anywhere so that people could listen to the word of God um, on, the, on their couches or wherever they're sitting. <laughs> It's okay, don't, don't be ashamed. It's as long as you're, you know, listening, taking notes, whatever. Whatever makes you feel more present in church. <laughs> okay, back to the Bible. Um, verse 18. But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. you the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. Just like how I cannot say to the media team, I don't need you. I cannot say, um, the media team can't say to the people who do offer offertory, I don't need you. Because we all need each other to function as one to preach the word of God, to help others find whatever they need to find, and, yeah, to be a part of the body of Christ. Amen? I'm going to let Bradley take over from here. Thank you, Tendo. Can we clap for Tendo one last time? Thank you. I'm going to read from 23 up to 31, and it says, and the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. In our church here, for example, like we could see the, um, the 
the people who clean this church, people may not see them, but we treat them with special modesty. Like, in our body even, we can have body parts that we cannot see them, but we have to absolutely protect them and treat them properly. Just like the rib cage protects our ribs, we're supposed to protect the parts inside our body. While our presentable parts need no special treatment, but that God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it. So that there should not be division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. Each part of the church has to help one another. The media team has to support the pastor, sing for him. The finance team helps support us buying new microphones for the media team. Everyone is useful, just like in our body. Our hands need our legs. Our mouth needs our eyes. We all need one another. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. If the media team is not doing well, we won't be able to have enjoy, sing, have fun, stand up and praise. If the finance team is not having money, how will the, how will the church operate? There will not be power, nothing. Just like in our body. If our heart is not working, we'll be in a hospital bed just sitting around. But if we have a singing team, the usher singing for us, we'll all have fun, be dancing, rejoicing. That's like, you know, our heart is working perfectly. We'll all, our body will be fantastic, be able to come to church and sing. Now you're the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Every one of us has a role to play in the church. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. Every one of you has a gift. Your gift might be teaching. Your gift might be healing. But we all have a gift. And we should use those gifts to help the church become better. Our old prophets, our old teachers, do all work miracles, do all gifts healings, do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? No? You all have a different role. Now eagerly, all desire the greater gifts. That's our job, to desire the greater gifts, help the church grow, build it to become a better place. Thank you very much. May we call Auntie Hilda, our wonderful youth pastor. Wow. I must promise you that you will see less of me here and more of the youth. Not that I can't speak, not that I'm not a good public speaker, but I know for sure that my pastor wants to see the youth actively involved and preaching the word. Once in a while you see me preaching the word of God, but I might promise you, I, like I promise, you will see less of me. I am so proud of the youth. And if you notice that when we started our youth services, we, we kind of like, I wanted the youth to know their purpose. So we started with their purpose. How, what is their purpose as people, as young Christians? And then we went into talents. What are your talents? What are you good at? And now that we discovered our talents, they are slowly getting into what are you using your talent for to build the body of Christ? 
So if you notice, we are kind of like building the youth to realize their purpose as young Christians in the church. So it's not just about, you know, for, for them coming here and preaching the word of God. There's a purpose why I specifically want to impart these, you know, small things that we might feel that they are small, but they are very impactful in their lives. So I know that's like Bradley said, everyone has a talent. Everyone has a purpose. So what is your purpose as a young Christian in the church? Once you realize your purpose, work on it. Don't just sit on it and say, oh, I can't do that. So work on your purpose. Be a contributing member to the body of Christ and just